Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing on this fine day? I'm feeling good. It is a Wednesday evening, uh, as you hear this. Sound very calm. I just hope everyone is having a lovely week. Because we are, I am hurtling towards... Uh, a little holiday. I booked myself a little holiday to uh, the Caribbean, uh, which I've what? never been to before. So I'm looking forward to getting tanned in Rancho Relaxo. Uh, and then, you yeah, there? it's um, next month. So what? I've got like, long to, to, you to trim devil. down a little bit. Where are you going? Where, where are you going in the Caribbean? <laughs> uh, St. Lucia. St. Lucia. Oh, that's the rich um, one. That's where all the billionaires it? go, yeah. Is it really? Oh, okay. money bags, Donaldson. It was set. What I've noticed is uh, when I would go to Japan, I used to think Japan was the most expensive place I could go. But turns out just flying <laughs> into a city is very much quite affordable compared to holidays to places that people actually want to go so like i used to yeah. go I used to, like my trips are always like to like europe to a city to like eastern europe or, or, or the far east but you'd always be landing in seoul or shanghai or mm. beijing and so like they were quite affordable because they were kind of like you know it was the same trip that people would do to to see family or business trips but if you're flying into like somewhere holiday good god the flights are expensive chris they're so expensive they're insane well, I remember I went to uh, the Bahamas when I was a student um, yeah. because my housemate, Ed, really cool guy, he's from the Bahamas and he like invited yeah. me over and cool. it was such a cool place. I got quite culture shock there. It was quite, just island life is very different. Mm. The weather's awesome. It was, it was really I'm magical. Gonna, I'm going to come back bloody like expensive. Uh, Michael Scott from The Office with a little plait in my hair <laughs> playing the steel drums. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do in St. Lucia? What, what goes down? I, I think we both know it wasn't my decision, Chris. <laughs> I think we both know. <laughs> I, I have no concept of what St. Lucia is <laughs> in the east of, Car- of the Caribbean. <laughs> I never don't not think you've clue. ever had a, a holiday that's not like 
somewhere quite adventurous and daring. Usually it's like an island in South Korea. It's the Sapporo <laughs> Snow Festival. It's like a uh, prison. Hanging out with you. In Asia. And, and yeah. now you're going to a nice beach that all the billionaires go to. So, yeah, it'd be interesting well, I keep, to see Well, I goes. keep... <laughs> to see how they live. I, uh, I, I keep on getting... Chris, I, I mean, this is very much on the on the attack of the... Within the remit of the Abrangeman podcast. I keep on getting, right... <laughs> emails from a PR firm right and I'm not going to name who they are but I find <laughs> them fascinating because right. they keep sending me stuff and then they keep sending like they keep sending me like the results of um, you know like when, when companies fund research into certain uh, things like so for example well, I got sent an hour ago uh, mm-hmm. a study by Compare the Market which I think is an insurance broker or something like that <laughs> right. Um They've basically done some research into where the most expensive city is to to hire a car, uh, <laughs> and guess what? Guess guess which uh, Japanese city is in the top ten, in at number two, out of to, all of the cities huh, to hire to a, rent car. a car. Yeah, and we talk well, about this city quite a lot in Japan. Uh, is it Nagoya? It's not. It's Fukuoka. Oh fuck! So, that was my second choice. God damn it! I'm really annoyed now. Edit that out. Make me look good. <laughs> Fukuoka. Just, that's interesting. Fukuoka. That's is it though? Surprise. That's the thing though. Is it though? I can't keep, keep get, getting sent these kind of. No, it's not like, interesting. No, well that's what I mean. So and then I'll get an email from them saying, "Have you read the stats that I sent you a week ago?" Um, the other one: Japan is the fifth best country in the world for a gap year, according to a new study. I, I don't know what. I don't know. I well, can't use this moment. for anything. <laughs> well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, Japan's fast. apparently Japan's probably the uh, I think Japan is the, the like a really popular um, uh, a place to get a tattoo inspired by the country or whatever so uh, they've basically found that we do a podcast about Japan and they keep sending us Japan facts so they've had their compare the market mention uh, we won't go over it again but I just I just think it's fascinating that I keep on getting these stats so I'd like to thank the people from the PR firm because we've got four minutes out of it as of as of recording <laughs> but uh, I just it just makes me laugh that they keep sending me these weird stats that I, I, I have no application for. But we now know that Fukuoka is the second most expensive place to hire a car in the world behind well, I mean, Singapore. Mediocre fact of the week. I mean, <laughs> what, what, what's going to be next? Japan's the 12th best country in the world to look at a tree. Like, what kind of crap <laughs> facts are we going to find next? 10th is te- Tel Aviv, mate. So there we go. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, I, uh, I've, uh, I've started a new channel. That's what I've been Whoa, doing. Why you've been, steady. Why you've been booking your flights and trips to the most beautiful tropical island in the world, in the whole galaxy. <laughs> I'm sitting here setting up YouTube channels. Oh, but I, yeah, it's not really, though. I've just rebranded an old channel from Abroad Japan oh, Stories okay. to Abroad Japan oh, yeah. Clips. Yeah, so now I can... Oh, nice. Oh, that seems there. to be more popular more popular than ever. So uh, what, what, just, what are we going to be finding on the Abroad Japan Clips? You're going to find... Lots of the sort of videos that you're never going to see on Abroad in Japan or the second channel. The Chris Abroad right. channel is like it was supposed to be like the place where I have fun, but actually it's just turned into a place where the videos are exactly the same decent production quality <laughs> as yeah. Abroad in Japan. And I and I, yeah. yeah, but the, the idea about the, about the Chris Abroad channel is I can make videos that aren't about Japan, whereas Abroad in Japan is all about Japan, and the Abroad in yeah. Japan clip channel is where random things go. Like, for example, I've just uploaded uh, the promo for Natsuki's cameo, a silly little promo I made in the snow. Oh, Natsuki, right, okay. Because Natsuki made me promote his cameo 
I was really bitter about it, so I made the really hmm. sarcastic and unpleasant ad for it that actually backfired and did really well. But like, I also <laughs> like I'm hanging out with um, like Connor this week, and yeah, you know there might be some moments when we're together that I think oh, I want to film this and just put it up. Yeah, and so it's kind of just like chilled out moments, and also. YouTube, what's it called? YouTube Shorts, which shorts, are all the rage at yeah. the moment. Shorts. Eat my shorts. Shorts. You do a, a video under a minute. You've got to do it in portrait mode. You put it up, and then YouTube will share the video far and wide in front of your face, and there's no escape from it. And that's what I'm going to do. So it's a bit of an experimental playground, shall we say. Fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. stick some podcast in there. <laughs> Give them oh my, well, what actually, they want. The Abroad Japan podcast is in there as a story already, a short, whatever oh. it's called. Yeah, YouTube just turned one of our videos from like five years ago into a short without me knowing. So it's already there. <laughs> Seems so that's uh, quite rather popular. rude. Seems rather Cheeky presumptuous. Bastards. Cheeky bastards. <laughs> We've got a story this week from Kevin, ladies and gentlemen. He says, Dear Chris and Pete, my name is Kevin and I am a Japanese, study, uh, Japanese studies graduate and civil mm. engineering student from Germany. I enjoyed the podcast and wanted to share a little story slash curiosity from my time as a foreign exchange student in the city of Kagoshima in 2018. To stay fit, during my time in Japan, I used to go to the park at night to do a few exercises. Because it was too hot during the day, uh, I used to go at night. I was aware of Japan's low crime rate and I'm six foot three, so I thought nothing of it. Most nights went well and the few people I met were very friendly. One night, though, I arrived at the park and a group of about 15 to 20 people were standing in a circle, slowly spinning around in the dark without saying a single word. Oh, good God, it's Fight Club. Because the group consisted of men and women wearing normal clothes, and maybe because I was a bit naive at the time, I still went to the park to do my exercises in proximity to the group. It was a small park. They kept on turning around in the circle without acknowledging me when they suddenly burst out in different directions to then squat and sit down in all corners of the park, all, again, without uttering a single word. After a while, they walked back to the circle to then split up again slowly and left the park without saying goodbye. I was and still am baffled about the incident because I never saw the group again. I've heard about some cults and sects in Japan, so I may have witnessed some sort of gathering, or perhaps I just met the single most disciplined and time-efficient <laughs> workout group ever. Has anything similar ever happened to you? Uh, cheers, guys. Kevin, who sounds traumatised by this very bizarre <laughs> series of events. What on earth is that all about, Pete? What's your take? Is it, is it the... I'm, I'm thinking it might be that... Um... Is it the horror, the, uh, the the dance you see sometimes see at Jewish weddings, where I think it started in Romania, where everyone just kind of like spins around. I think it's in in the middle of like them lifting the the, the bride and the groom up on the chair. I think you sort of spin around, but you see, but the, the the dance becomes more and more intricate in certain parts of the world, in Greece and stuff. Um, maybe it's that. Maybe maybe they're just doing the horror, but a really fancy, um, uh, you know, um, forest sized version of it. I don't know what to make of it. It could be a cult. I, I know there was a, a, cult. a cult in Kagoshima that has a very culty and very impressive um, headquarters up on a mountain, which might be near there. Um, there are like some really weird culty religious, some sort of bizarre religious groups in Japan. Um, there's one called Happy Science. Go and giggle Happy that. Science. I don't want to get caught up with them and get murdered, but uh, yeah, go look them up. 
Happy Science. Okay, happy it's science. an interesting name for a group, isn't it? Happy Science. <laughs> Maybe they're happy. Sounds I don't like know. A, I don't know. Sounds like a workbook. Sounds like the sort of <laughs> sounds like the sort of uh, book you get given in school. And you're like, this is. I'm not happy about this at all. This is rubbish. I hate it. <laughs> rubbish Science. Rubbish but like, science. There, there are like quite a few cults in Japan. Um, Japan isn't immune from them, so mm. could well be. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just an exercise group. I'm just glad you didn't get robbed. I thought I thought it was going to be like a really sinister end to the story where someone like stole your wallet. But uh, that's good. And if you're in Kagoshima in 2018, Kevin, I was there too. Maybe we uh, we walked past each other. Mm. Unlikely, very unlikely. What have we got stories this week, Mr. Donaldson? Enlighten me. What's the story? What's going down? Impressive. Chris, me. you're not going to bloody believe this, mate. Someone wow. has been having it away with a lot of farmers' strawberries. <laughs> is that what? What do you theft? What's the what's the most amount of strawberries you've ever seen in your life? Is that amount of store, uh, uh, strawberries worth two hundred thousand yen? Someone has been going around stealing bloody strawberries. Peak strawberry season is around the corner, uh, and Sanke Shinbun, the uh, newspaper. Have, uh, have reported that a strawberry grower in Mibutan in Chachigi uh, prefecture uh, was ready to pick all of his strawberries, but the strawberries in question, weighing around 108 kilograms, have been stolen. Someone broke into the greenhouses oh of this farmer, this guy, uh, between the night of the January 27th, the morning of January 29th, and they've yeah they've, they've been they've nicked away from with all of these uh, strawberries. But apparently, it's a bit of an epidemic. People really? are stealing strawberries left, right, and centre. Uh, so if you are offered in some illicit strawberries on the train or in the or in the hub, uh, Chris, just say no because you might be. <laughs> Profiting from crime, strawberry crime. I feel awkwardly complicit because I just bought some strawberries today for about eight hundred yen. Chris, eight dollars. Strawberries yeah. are so bloody expensive in Japan. I did yeah. a video once, um, like a documentary about Fukushima. No, sorry, a documentary about the tsunami. And yeah. in that video, I went to a strawberry farm where they make like the most expensive strawberries in the world. They're called yeah. polished strawberries, and they cost fifty dollars per strawberry. Fifty dollars wow. per, per strawberry. strawberry. That would Thirty-five be, pounds. That's the sort of price range where you sort of go, "Well, this is going to be the." I think fifty quid for the best example of each particular fruit. I don't think because you only need to do it once in your life. And you go, "Well, <laughs> I, I don't want you eat any more strawberries." Because it'd be like you know you got to eat your greens and eat your stra- you know eat your eat fruit and veg and stuff five a day or whatever. I'd be like, I'm not eating strawberries anymore because I've eaten the best one. I, I, nothing's <laughs> ever going to be as good as that. So it's going to you, you're spending fifty quid to ruin strawberries for the rest of your life. I don't. I, I I'm an idiot. I should have jumped on this. I should have made a video about it called just like I ate a fifty dollars strawberry. You know, how people yeah. are like, <laughs> you can too if you've got fifty dollars. You know, like these YouTubers where they just sit on yeah. an Emirates flight and just fucking sit in a chair on a flight that costs like twenty thousand dollars i'll yeah. one up them i'll be like well i've got a fifty dollar strawberry, strawberry on there yourself. get the same seat but eat a strawberry yeah just, oh, just got... be this kind of like decadent influencer bellend and just sort of like <laughs> instead of like being pictured in front of a of a cessna just get yourself a punnet of these really expensive strawberries and just throw them at someone's window <laughs> i don't even care how much this costs. just just rent rent a cessna the same one i flew over the volcano in last year yeah just, Go in there with like a thousand dollars worth of fifty dollars strawberries. How many strawberries is that? That's twenty, isn't it? No, <laughs> ten, five hundred, twenty. Yes, twenty, fifty dollars strawberries. Sit there, eat them, and live a real life of luxury. But you know, like yeah. the, these strawberries, and 
I, I, I want to stop talking about strawberries now. <laughs> stop talking about like, strawberries then. The expensive fruit the thing, it's, 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 it's a fascinating phenomenon. I went, there's a, every major Japanese city has a department store, and in that department store, yeah. in the basement, there is a fruit section where they sell the gift fruit. And the gift fruit <laughs> is insane. We don't even have this concept in the UK, but it's fruit that costs like a biblical price. So you've got the $50 <laughs> strawberry, you've got the $200 perfectly round watermelon that looks yeah. like God has handcrafted the watermelon himself out of clay. Uh, you've got like a fucking $100 cucumber that looks like it could be a katana <laughs> sword. You've got the the, the grapes, the, the budor, the grapes, the green grapes. They're like really kind of thick and rubbery. Like if you threw a, one of these sort of $60 grapes at the wall, it'd bounce off the wall like a bouncy ball because the outside, right. the flesh of the grapes are so... So thick. Thick and... and oh, well, I mean, I mean that, that's what everyone says, isn't it? That what's your favourite part of a grape? Oh, it's the skin. <laughs> Disgusting. Oh, let's make this good, really though. thick grape. Oh, gross. Have you ever had $60 grapes, Pete? Have you ever had them? No, I, as discussed no, I on this podcast before, I went to... Uh, I went to... Uh, Kofu and uh, they're big on grapes there and I thought Kofu I was buying a big planet of grapes no Kofu in uh, oh, Kofu. Tokyo <laughs> just near, and I bought and I bought uh, a big punnet of grapes and I thought well they're going to be the best grapes I've ever eaten um, but they weren't actually grapes they were like little plastic condoms filled with jelly <laughs> that looked that like grapes that is disgusting tricked <laughs> absolutely tricked you got but mugged the, off by the grape man absolutely mugged off nice you make a video though I should, I should just go into one of these shops spend like no, actually, just, oh, I don't know. You never think it's though. You always say that. You always say this stuff on the podcast. You always go, "Oh, it'd be a really good video," and then you just you forget about it as soon as this is finished. You go back to editing your Ken Watanabe documentary and having a big cry. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine though, like the highs and lows? Like one week you've got a twenty-five minute slick documentary of Ken Watanabe, a yeah. week in the life, Japan's biggest movie star. The next yeah. week. I ate a grape that was really expensive. Like it, it doesn't like, really. Yeah, but it makes work. people appreciate the high, the high production standards. The next video, you give me look, give me your login. I'll do some videos. Make people really appreciate your work. <laughs> I know what I'm going to go and do it tomorrow because I know other YouTubers steal lots of ideas from this podcast. So I'm going right, to get a okay. preemptive strike in. I'm going to go to the supermarket. Copyright strike. <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go and buy the grapes, the oranges, the cucumber, whatever the fuck I can find. Yeah, and sure I'm gonna drag it, drag it back to the studio. <laughs> and yeah. I think Connor's coming tomorrow. God forbid. Right. And I'll like eat it with him because you know Chris, he'll be like strawberries all over the wall. What have you been doing? <laughs> oh gosh, it's not like Wales. We <laughs> yeah, it'll be good. We'll do it. I'm gonna do it now. Good day. Uh, and I just hope <laughs> the very expensive strawberries I eat tomorrow are not part of this vindictive, terrible crime. This is the great <laughs> strawberry, the great strawberry theft Try, of yeah, That could be amazing, you just trying to find the strawberry thieves, the strawberry thievers. Because I mean, because they're hot strawberries now, like around that area, like it's probably not like the Brains Trust fella who, or, or, or woman who's doing that, like stealing strawberries, because you know, it's really easy to like, to figure out who's doing it. It's the bloke who's selling strawberries in the pub, for crying out loud. Well, you know what? <laughs> I've got an idea. Norm, uh, Toko Lens, he's recently got a boat yeah. licence. What we'll do is we'll, we'll oh, yeah. drag some suspects out into international waters and then waterboard yeah. them and find out where right. the strawberries went. 
and we'll get the answers took, we need. Took a turn, didn't it? Took a turn. <laughs> here's, here's the ad break. We'll be back with your questions after that's this. A, that's a Chris Abroad <laughs> video right there. We'll be back in the moment, guys, with the fax machine. You've changed. <laughs> and your stories and questions. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> Definitely doing it. And we're back with a fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Donaldson? And, uh, we got a message from Sylvia. Greetings, Chris Pete. I'm joining the two of you as a singular entity. Um, as I enjoy my city's core being occupied by protesters, uh, I caught myself wondering what happens in Japan when people go out to protest. Is it common to see protests in Japan? Uh, I never see much yeah. about that. I suspect it's not really a big thing in Japan. Uh, I think every trip I've ever gone to Japan, there's been several protests <laughs> happening <laughs> outside different embassies and stuff <clears throat> yeah I mean there, honestly I have seen quite a lot of protests in Tokyo not as many yeah. as you'd see in London I think but uh, they are quite common and they're very orderly like they're usually surrounded by police they like put the whole road off and there's a real sense of order to it um, but yeah no, it happens it happens usually the protests aren't big though it's usually a small group I've never seen a major yeah. protest uh, like we have had in the UK but yeah, there's never there's never been a big protest while I've been here. I think I think whenever I've again because I fly into capital cities, whenever I go on holiday, uh, it's it's generally uh, people are in the streets protesting about something. I remember the last time I was in Austin, there was this. Uh, say again, 
Yeah, my president protesting the embassy. Get rid, rid of him. him in. Get rid Don't of him. Send him back to St. Lucia. <laughs> Don't give him his Esther. I, I, get, I went to uh, Austin. Last time I was in Austin, uh, Texas, obviously. Uh, there was... They looked like... You know the band The Polyphonic Spree? They got a lot of members. Or maybe Arcade right. Fire. There was these guys in big white jumpsuits with uh, what can only be described as fake uh, blood around their crotch, right? Oh and they were God. protesting uh, circumcision. <laughs> they were protesting oh. the, the the idea of circumcision, and and uh, and they were basically saying like, why why are you doing this? I mean, as a British person, I think it's pretty obvious the default setting for a British man. They don't generally get circumcised unless they're Jewish, mm, um, mm. and uh, it, it, it's a fascinating thing that that babies go under when they when when they when they're kids. Just wash yourselves, guys. Don't worry about it. But um, but uh, yeah, it, it's fascinating that whole kind of uh, ordeal that you put <laughs> that a lot of people put kids through uh, for the sake of cleanliness. Or oh, I don't really know to be honest. Uh, but um, and, quite but, common. Uh, I, think, they were, I think I read yeah. that it's more common than not around the world. Actually, circumcision. Yeah, it's but it's bizarre. Why is it? I mean, yeah. just, 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 yeah, weird. But, um, but it made me laugh because it was just like, uh, it was just the, they looked like members of Arcade Fire, but they just had blood on their crotch uh, and they were protesting. <laughs> but, but these, if you go on their website though, there were this, uh, there was this uh, link to an article, how to reverse it. Now, if you think about what? the logistics of that, uh, some of the contraptions that these men have come up with, amateur contraptions to reverse that particular thing, just by literally just pulling on it. Uh, it's just oh, these horrible videos and pictures of these people who are trying to reverse it, uh, all linked to from this uh, from this pressure I thought, group. I thought this podcast had reached an all-time low when I talked about waterboarding <laughs> strawberry thieves on a boat by yeah. <laughs> out in the Pacific. Now it's gone. Yeah. It's got even further. It's got now. even worse. It's uh, look, it's, it's real life, baby. The, the world's an uncomfortable place. This, think of this question. as think of this as one uh, as one level below <laughs> the Chris Abroad channel. <laughs> <laughs> we got one here. Fucking, get me out of here. We got one here from Doctor Brent. Don't what he thinks brand. about circumcision. He's from yep. San Clement in California. Hello, Chris and Pete. Went out at a restaurant. <laughs> this is a big, <laughs> a big topic change. Went out at a restaurant. What is the polite way to signal to your friends and waiter that you are ready to go and ask for the bill without seeming rude? What I tend to do is there's a, a thing where people go towards the end of a meal and someone goes to the toilet. The person left the table usually ends up paying the whole bill. And mm. I'm usually the one who's like, oh, I need to go to the toilet now, and then You're I'll disappear. Disgrace. And that is your cue, Dr. Brent, to pay the bill <laughs> and finish the night. And uh, No, what is the polite way? Uh, just say, well, guys, I've had a great meal. I want to go now. Like, There's no, like, there's no way around it. <laughs> I shout, I put my hands on the table and shout, this is boring, I'm leaving. Uh, and then I throw coins on the table and walk out. Turn on that my explains, heel and walk out. That explains our last encounter, Pete. But uh, <laughs> no, like no, it's not rude at all. I, I, is it rude to finish a meal? I don't feel like that. Uh, don't worry uh, what about do you it. mean? As in, like, what do you mean? I mean, it's rude to finish a meal before everyone else has finished eating, and then say you're going to leave. That's that's not the done thing. But I mean, I mean, I think it's just I think to signal to your friends and waiter. I mean, I guess it's. Put your coat on. I don't know. How do you do it in, in in English? How do you do it in in England? How do I how do I sort of go? I've got to go now. Uh, oh, sorry, I've got to just yeah, just just make what? up a mis- make up an excuse. That's what I usually I do. I do it all the time. I just go. Oh, yeah. that's a great meal. I'm knackered, guys. Oh, I'm going to call it a night. I'm done. 
Yeah, I'm off. Exactly. I've had too many Moscow mules. If if you've if you've charmed me and you've won my approval, you've then I'll be like, let's go to a bar. Me. Let's go get a drink. You <laughs> let's know. go get a drink. <laughs> one more drink. You're for a the disgrace. Rain. There you go. <laughs> no no rudeness required. We got one here from Declan. We haven't, we've never Declan. had a message from someone called Declan. Or Dr. No. Brent, to be fair. Uh, greetings, sexy Pete and sexier Chris. Get in. Ah, Get in. Shit. I like you, Declan. I'm Declan, a British expat living in uh, Ohio, Ohio, in the USA. I've recently mm. found a very cute Japanese market in the heart of Ohio called Tenscare Market. It appears to be genuine Japanese products run by actual Japanese people. So far, I've tried Bukhari Sweat, Boss coffee, chocolates, just just general chocolates, general and dried chocolates. ramen. But what should I buy that will give me the best taste of a Japanese convenience store? All the best, guys. Declan from Ohio. Pete, as someone who likes to buy things and go to <laughs> tropical islands, what do you think encapsulates the best taste of a Japanese convenience store? Get yourself some Tohato uh, caramel corn. Uh, you see it a lot in those kind of... Um, uh, Japanese shops, Japanese snack shops and stuff. They're this beautiful... It's like a little tiny watsit that is the... Uh, that, it, that tastes really caramelly and a little bit peanutty and it's just the best thing you've ever tasted. It's incredible. Uh, Are those literally the caramel you. corn... This is called caramel corn, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's just called Tohato uh, Caramel Corn. Uh, or maybe one of those... One of those like little kind of Doro, Dore Man... Uh, Little, little. I'm, I'm making the the sign. Uh, I'm making the sign, but that's probably not the sign to to do uh, on a recorded uh, image. Uh, yeah, it's it's like an up and down big crisp, isn't it? What are those things? They they went up in price recently, so they're not going to be. Uh, they're, they're not. Te- they're not a hundred yen anymore. They're uh, they're more. No, ten yen. They're not ten yen anymore. They're, I wouldn't they're know, mate. Only healthy lettuce. And, Shut uh, up, Chris. And fifty dollars strawberries and five hundred dollars grapes. <laughs> Those, oh, you know, those long crisps. What I love about Japanese convenience store it, stores are that uh, you can get literally every convenience store in Japan has their own flavour, their own take on like cup yeah. ramen. So you know you got your cup ramen by Nishin, the originals, but they've mm. all got their own variants. Like Seven Eleven, for example, has their own really nice spicy uh, cup noodle ramen. They've got like pork. They've got miso. I think it'd be yeah. fun to try the different flavours of dried ramen, cup noodles. I think there's fun to be had there. I think that's better than anything else. <laughs> and also, there's a drink called uh, Let's Vitamin. What's it called? Ooh, it literally has God. Let's Vitamin written down the side of it. Gonna have to think about Ooh. that one. I'm not uh, that one oh, CC Lemon. Try that. That's a good one. It's that's got the the vitamin C of thirty lemons in every bottle. <laughs> it's delicious. Have that with some cup noodle, Gross. and one of Pete Donaldson's <laughs> caramel corns, and a fifty dollars strawberry, and you've got the ultimate abroad Japan podcast meal keep the stories questions comments coming in to abroad japan podcast at gmail.com we'll be back guys to all over again later in the week but for now no matter where you might be out in the big wide world have yourself a great few days we'll be back to do it later this week right here on the abroad japan podcast time to go get some fruit bye bye (laughs) bye bye Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 